a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It is that time of year. KSL is hosting the Giveathon for Primary Children's Hospital. And we wanted to introduce you today to a remarkable young man, three year old Talmadge, who was diagnosed with hypoplastic left heart syndrome. We'll talk about that more in a minute. Uh, with problems with his heart, he's, uh, I think he's got a heart of gold and a great, uh, great path ahead of him. Uh, but this is part of what we do at KSL News Radio. We're very thankful to our friends at J&J Garden Center for being our Smile Makers sponsor uh, and uh, for what they're doing to help uh, really uh, make this Giveathon for Primary Children's Hospital a success. And so we want to talk about Talmadge today. And we've actually got uh, his uh, mom and dad on the line, Jenna and Rob. Uh, join us. Thanks for coming on Inside Sources today. And Jenna, let me start with you. Uh, there's probably a lot of people who don't know what hypoplastic left heart syndrome is. Uh, I admit I am among those before today. Tell us about that and your reaction when you got that diagnosis. Hi, thank you so much for having us. Um, so hypoplastic left heart syndrome is a congenital heart defect, meaning Talmadge was born with this heart defect, and he does not have the left side of his heart. So essentially, Talmadge only has half a heart. Um, and when we received those, that news, I got Talmadge was diagnosed in utero when I was 20 weeks pregnant, and I will tell you, it was very emotional and hard to process that um, with a lot of unknowns of what our son's life would look like and the path that laid ahead for him. Uh, so challenging. And Rob, let me go to you. Uh, we know that uh, this is one of the most severe and complex of congenital heart defects. Uh, as the dad, as this started to play out, uh, what was going through your mind? What was what was that early experience like? Yeah, the early experience was there was a lot of we had, you know, half of my wife's pregnancy to prepare kind of mentally. But when our son finally was born, there was certainly a lot of emotion and anticipation around that. My son went in for his first open heart, or our son went in for his first open heart surgery at three days old. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's quite a lot for a little brand new baby to go through. And we were in the hospital for six weeks straight at the beginning of his life. And so there was there was a lot uh, just kind of trying to wrap our heads around um adjusting to all of that and making sure that our son was okay. But in in the same breath, it was beautiful and our son was amazing and it was filled with hope and light and happiness. It wasn't like this dreary, sad thing. It was actually quite amazing. And uh, Jenna, tell us a little bit more about that. We know uh, this, uh, I I just can't even imagine having uh, a heart surgery on a a baby that's a few days old, but that wasn't the last. Uh, There were several more, even just in the first few months. 
Yes. So Talmadge had his first surgery at three days old, like Rob mentioned, and then he had his second open heart surgery at four days old. I mean, excuse me, I'm sorry, four months old. And then his third, um, two days after he turned three years old and intermixed with those open heart surgeries, he's had several other heart procedures um, and appointments and a a lot of stuff going on. (laughs) Uh, So many challenges. And, and, And Rob, uh, I, I love the fact that you mentioned that there were obviously that's a hard thing that is a, a challenging the mental gymnastics of that has to be exhausting but yet you said there were so many positives what was it uh, about the doctors the nurses the staff what was it that made this uh, not just a dreary really hard thing but but actually a positive thing as well yeah great question so primary children's is amazing and their doctors the nurses everybody up there is incredible and and you really feel great confidence that they are going to take the best care of your kid and that the advice they're giving you on the path forward and the surgeries they need is the right advice. So that is very helpful. And there's just a blessing of the support of a good community of primary children's and the people around you that as you're going through something like that and you have this sweet little baby, that there's kind of this reassurance of peace with people praying for you and people thinking about you and and the support of that great staff of primary children is that, you know what, no matter what happens, everything's going to be okay yeah. in the in the long term, one yeah. way or another, yeah. everything's going to be okay. Absolutely. And Jenna, uh, share some of your experience, your interaction with uh, the team up there at Primary Children's, and uh, give us an update on how Talmadge is doing and kind of what the, the process is right now. Sure. Well, I mean, we love the team at Primary Children's. I think some of um, our special moments going through the process was connecting with the nurses who cared for Talmadge and you really felt their love and care for him, which meant the world to us um, and gave us the confidence, you know, to allow them to care for our son who we love so much. And now Talmadge, he's three and a half years old and he is just amazing. He's a happy, full of life little boy. And we always say, you know, people tell us if you didn't know he had this severe heart defect you wouldn't know because he's full of energy and he's just awesome. Oh, fantastic. And uh, he may only have a a half a heart, but it sounds like he's got uh, a little extra on that left side or on the right side uh, (laughs) to keep that all all rolling. Rob, any final thoughts or things that you hope people uh, will think about, uh, again, especially as we we go into this holiday season? Yeah, absolutely. So Primary Children's is amazing. And we learned that Primary Children doesn't just help and support Utah, but it's the Intermountain West, we met people from all over, Nevada, Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, Arizona. People come from all over to this amazing hospital, and there's a lot of people who have a lot of different needs and challenges. And so we would say if you can, if you can help, if you're at the checkout or you have a give thing and they say, hey, you can donate and you have a little bit of extra you can give, I would say there's few greater causes than to help out a, an amazing children's hospital like Primary Children. So I would just encourage everybody like ourselves to just uh, do what you can to help and give back because it's incredible what they do up there. Oh, fantastic. And we always talk about what can you do today to make a difference. This is a no-brainer day. Uh, you can go to kslkids.com. You can donate now. And uh, as as Rob and Jenna have both shared, the, the team at Primary Children's is extraordinary. And these patients are extraordinary. These little girls and little boys that are going through incredibly difficult things uh, and their families are such great examples. We've been talking about examples and principles, life lessons, uh, these these little patients up there at Primary Children's uh, are extraordinary souls with big futures, and they're getting the care they need, and they're 
families are getting the support they need uh, right here at uh, Primary Children's Hospital. Uh, Rob and Jenna, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, give uh, Talmadge all our best. And we're going to keep uh, moving everything forward there. Thank you so much. We appreciate you having us. Thank all right. You. Again, uh, big thanks to J&J Garden Center for being our Smile Maker sponsor. And you can do something today to make a difference. Super easy. KSLKids.com. Donate today. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. We're continuing to monitor what's happening in our nation's capital. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.